You're listening to Left of the Dial. I'm your host, Andrea, and I am very excited to introduce this week's guest. Chico Romano is the new-ish project from Rob Romano, a Jersey-based musician who you might also know as the front person for Professor Caveman. If you keep up with us over at Left of the Dial FM, you're already familiar with Chico Romano, whose most recent single, the like upbeat and effervescent you're my best friend uh we covered earlier this month his upcoming ep volume five is due out october 7th and it's as eclectic and inventive as anything you've heard from his previous project today rob's sharing some of his own music as well as a handful of songs from musicians he's connected with and to in a variety of ways welcome to left of the dial rob romano hi hello hi andrea thank nice you, to meet you yeah you too thank you so much for being here Oh, it's my pleasure. Before we get into the songs, I'm sorry if you're tired of answering this question. Um, I think it's when we kind of got to get out of the way, though. So you've made music kind of like with and as Professor Caveman since like, what, 2014? I know that project was kind of like your your kind of baby, right? So what made you decide to switch things up now? Yeah, uh, I knew it was going to happen. Yeah, well, some of, yeah, I'm so um, sorry. No, it's okay. I, um, I, would, I prepared for that. Let me get my paper out. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> this is off the top. Um, so Professor Caveman, like the band name, it never really was like my idea. Like, mm-hmm. so I started it with the band with two other guys, uh, Mike Madden and Louis Ardine uh, at Rutgers. And it was really like their, their friend's idea. It was more like kind of belong to them i felt like mm-hmm. and these dudes these are my homies you know but they quit the band after the first ep you know so i kept going on for years and years and years with this name the longer you go with it the more like cemented it becomes and then people start calling me professor caveman <laughs> and then i started like getting all these like, associations with like geico caveman and like um, oh you look like a caveman you're the caveman and like i don't like I, it's i just you know I, I just i don't see myself that way right and I just, yeah if if I was gonna choose to be like a weird archetype, like I don't know, I'd rather be like a like a cyclops or something cooler <laughs> than a caveman, you know. Pro- Professor Cyclops kind of rules, though. Chico Romano is a name I'd been using. Um, I'm Dominican. My mom uh, came here from DR when she was like, I think twelve or thirteen or something. So I mean, I'm an, of Dominican descent, and I just wanted to kind of, I don't know, make that a part of the name. And Chico Romano, I don't know. I just thought it sounded cool. It sounds yeah. like a couple people, you know. There's a skater Chico Brennan's I really like, and um, that was kind of one of the big inspirations. Hell yeah, that's cool. That's cool. It's got a good ring to it too. Yeah, love that. Yeah. Are you then? Is it really feeling like? Does it feel different to you? Kind of like making things under your name that way? Yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. That's a, that's a good question. Oh well. So this EP really is like kind of. It's called Volume Five because it's kind of like the last. Of, prof- of Professor Caveman, like, you know, of, of music I was making as Professor Caveman, and, you know, now we're putting it as Chico, and I really wanted Chico to be, like, this big reinvention, you know, and um, an opportunity for me to kind of maybe leave behind certain sounds or, or you know, just do certain things that I felt like I couldn't before, you know? And uh, so I'm really excited for, you know, I know this is, like, promoting the upcoming EP, but... The following one, <laughs> that's going to be the real Chico Romano. So Yeah, if y'all like this, just wait. Yeah, yeah. So, that's yeah. Cool. So, yeah. It's cool to kind of do something that's sort of in transition like that, though. That you're not just like, fuck all that other stuff, which is a brand new thing. You're kind of like bringing people along with you a little bit. I think that's that's kind of you. <laughs> yeah, and that's, um, that's like what's kind of scary about like, you know, picking a new band name and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you feel like you're starting from the bottom again. And I, on Spotify, I have it as Chico and Professor Caveman. That's been working wonders for me. I tell you, I think we like we gamed the system or something. I noticed that it's truly so smart. I was like, that is 
That, yeah, that's I was like, I need brilliant. these plays, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, um, no. but yeah, so still trying to hold on to a little bit of Professor Caveman stuff, like imagery and stuff like that to kind of make it remind people that it's the same person and stuff like that. Yeah, it's just very smart. All right, well, let's get into it then. We'll get into the list of songs you brought today. Let's start with one of yours. Um, how about, uh, let's do the first single off volume five. That's Who Said? <laughs> Like we started recording that in like 2019, which is kind of funny. Um, and we did that with uh, with Carlos Truly, Carlos Hernandez. Um, he's he used to be in a band called Ava Luna, who I'm a pretty big fan of. And you know, I was always inspired by like the sounds that they got on their records. Like, um, just I don't even know how to describe it, but he has like a great combination of like funk and weird avant-garde textures and stuff like that um so i really wanted to work with him for a while and um he has this studio i think it's called the honey pot the honey pot or something like that <laughs> and that's in brooklyn 
And yeah, so we just, I don't know, we'd been saving a bunch of money and I was like, it's time to do it big. It's time to do it the real way. You know, we recorded the last stuff in my basement and everything else before that had been off of like free studio time and stuff. Mm-hmm. So this was like, I was like, yo, I'm going all in. I'm recording two songs with this crazy dude. Yeah, it feels um very like all in. Like it feels very, what's the word I want? It's kind of it's- maximal. I, I love that. That that's yeah, great. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. But it feels this is this is what's so I, there are a lot of things that are great about this song, but it feels very like you said maximal like it's it's not like a shy song. It's like it's doing a lot of stuff, but it feels very natural. Like it doesn't feel like you're like putting on anything that isn't genuine. And I think it's hard to do both of those things. Um but I, I love hearing that in this one. Yeah, well, it's it's funny cuz I feel like um you know, everyone's like trying to sound like something. Uh, and in this song, I was like, I'm just going to try. I'm just going to, you know, everything that I like, I'm going to put it into here. So there's like some Earth, Wind & Fire. There's some like oh, yeah. Human League. Don't you want me, baby? <laughs> you know, there's like some uh, there's like some weird kind of like Motown, almost like a break at the beginning. And I just kind of wanted to put in everything I love about music into one song. And it was hard, actually, because this is like my favorite song. And uh, <laughs> it's like I got all my good ideas out in this. So it's, it's going to be hard to... <laughs> you know, salvage the rest. <laughs> uh, it feels really, really balanced, especially like hearing all of that. As you said, all of those things are like, oh yeah, I can definitely hear all of that. But again, it, it doesn't feel like messy or anything. And I think that's a really hard line to walk. Definitely. So, so yeah, um, we're going to let folks hear another one of your songs a little later. But um, in the meantime, we'll jump into some of the other songs you brought along today. Uh, so I'll say I purposefully give very little direction when it comes to picking songs for the podcast. I said, like, give me, I don't know, around six songs. One of them, one or two of them should probably be yours. Beyond that, I kind of give you free reign. Before we start talking about the song specifically, can you tell me a little bit about like kind of your selection process as you put it together more generally? The first four songs I sent you, those are all pretty much people I know or have worked with in some way. And um I know this is like kind of crazy to, I was thinking, I was like, if I'm giving this huge spotlight to my homie, it's like, who of my homies do I feel like deserves the spotlight? And these are the people that I really, I, I don't know, I'm not trying to put any anyone else down, but these are people I really <laughs> um, admire a lot and really feel like deserve it. And so I just wanted to to drop them. Yeah, well, I didn't say you could bring every single song that you wanted to focus on. So you've got to, you've got to whittle it down, right? Nobody's going to yeah. be offended by that. Um mm-hmm. So yeah, so let's hear one of them. How does Wolf Wolf by Arthur sound? Yeah. The initial tap of the crew cabin from the vapor cloud carried across the path of an adjacent contrail, clearly revealing its truncated form and attitude. Self-aware 
been a fan of Arthur. Um, he used to go by Arthur Shea. I've been a fan of Arthur Shea for like so long, like as as long as I've known him or known his music. And so I started the whole Professor Caveman thing at Rutgers in New Brunswick when I was in college in like 2014, 15. And around this time, um, Arthur was playing with a band, uh, Forever Lesbians, which uh, became Joy Again. Um, and like, just like kind of, they were really young. I mean, he's a couple years younger than me and whatever. They were really young at the time. They might've been high school or something, but they were playing all these basement shows and I got put onto his music in his oddball, crazy, weird production style that I just <laughs> thought was so unique and different. Um, and like, you know, you ever hear something where you just like, you're like, oh man, like I feel like I could not, not I, I could have made this, but like I, this is what I was imagining that I was going to make, you know, like, yeah, for sure. it's like, oh, he beat me to it or I don't know, whatever. <laughs> but he beats me to it. He's got such brilliant, brilliant ideas that I don't even entirely know where they come from. But, um, all this is a long winded way to say, um, I've been a fan of, of Arthur for quite some time. And, um, you know, it's kind of a combination of fanship and friendship. And then we became better friends over the years. And then, um, in the last year in 2021, he, uh, asked me to play bass for him for a show at baby's all right. And, um, prior to that, I'd been to his place in Philly, hung out randomly and recorded stuff. Um, I was honored for him to ask me to play bass. Cause, um, one, I just love playing bass, but two, he, you know, he's like kind of, uh, one of my musical heroes, you know, so he was asking me to play bass for him and that really, um, inspired me and kind of taught me a bit, um, you know, playing with diff different artists definitely teaches you a bit about dynamics and, you know, fitting into groups. But anyways, all this to say, um, he's a friend of mine. I'm also a fan of his, he's, you know, best. and it's really cool. Um, and yeah, so, and he produced a song off of, um, the new EP called uh, one way street. Oh, cool. And you can definitely tell that, that he produced it. Like you'll, you'll know when you hear it. That's one thing I love about him and his music. So woof, woof. This is probably his most like kind of mainstream appeal type song. Um, but he, even, even so it's still pretty weird. He's got a great, like just crazy sound palette. And um, yeah. Yeah. I think you said earlier, you said something about like uh, textures. This is a really unique list in general. I don't think any of the artists on this list can really be compared to anybody else, but they're like a, a handful of words that I think kind of apply to a lot of them. And that's one that I think there's like, there's just a lot of cool kind of like textures and layers and stuff happening in this song. Um, it's really fun to kind of like dive into. Yeah. And, and that's what I love so much about, um, about Arthur is like, he's a master, a master of like his sound palette and, and his textures. And, um, he really like kind of figured out his own way to make all these things, you know, like no one, sh like, you know, like if no one ever tells you like how to use a doll correctly, like you might just like kind of use it the wrong way and come up with some crazy sound. And he, and he is like that, like, you know, personified, like he's, he's just so good at doing that. So when you hear the, the song, uh, one way street, like you could just tell that it's his, like his kind of palette of colors versus, you know, regular guitars or whatever. This was the first one of the songs you sent that I listened to too. And it was set such a good tone. I was like, okay, like uh, there's going to be some weird stuff coming through here. I'm really excited about this. If I, if I could say one more thing about that song actually, is that like, I think he, what Arthur does is something I really admire is that he, and this is like a commonality with all these bands is that uh, he, it's got the weirdness, but it's still like uh, has pop appeal. And yeah. I think it's like a, a fine line to balance, like um, to be weird and have pop appeal and not be too weird and alienate people. And, you know, he's I think this is just the, the perfect balance. That's that is so spot on. Absolutely. So um, I think next on your list you sent over is Tired Hands from Clarkstown. 
man. So Clark, um, like Ar- like Arthur, but in a different way, right? Like his uh, the reason I say that is because like both of them make wildly ambitious music that um still kind of maintains some sort of like pop sensibility. And um, I feel like Clark sound like well, I'm a, a huge fan of like seventies prog rock. Uh, I don't know, uh, like everyone has phases, you know. Everyone had their like MCR phase. Like I was in like seventies prog rock, like never left my basement. <laughs> Just would go to the record store phase and just buy whatever like crazy album cover I saw. And um, I think Clark Sound, he has like this 70s like progginess, like yes or something. But, oh man, there's just so much I love about this man. Oh my God. It's like yes, but with a little bit of bossa nova and like a little bit of sometimes even hip hop. Like there's, I think there's, not unlike who said, his this song, you know, goes into many different grooves and many different like sections. And I just, I'm, a huge fan of Clark sound and we've uh, we've been, we're kind of like pen pals and we, we've been working on something and we're in cahoots and some sort of <laughs> our listeners can't see you cause we don't uh, release a video, but I'll bet they could hear you rubbing your hands together. Like it, like spiritually, you know what I mean? <laughs> like it was implied in your voice. Yeah. That's yeah. What's happening. We are in cahoots though. <laughs> Cooking something up. I love that. <laughs> yeah. This is uh, this song. I will say uh, all the songs you sent, except for one that threw me, um, are all songs that like, I thought they were all great. That's not what I'm going to say. Um, but they all feel very bright and warm to me. Like whether they're, they've got that like seventies kind of like funk groove or, or or doing something else entirely. They all just have like, again, like really like kind of like, like I said, like brightness and warmth, except there's, there's one where I don't think those apply to. It's a great song. Yeah. Um, yeah. That but... song is the darkness. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I know what you mean. There is the light, like, and I guess that's just the, the association of like these kind of like made, I'm just getting all dorky music theory, but like these majory kind of sounds, it's just, it's kind of like it. Yeah. They're all like kind of bright in that sense. Definitely. In that same sensibility, like, uh, that I keep going back to like, you know, the pop need the poppiness and the ambitious weirdness like uh clark's what the stuff he's playing and the stuff his band is playing it's all like phenomenally like really hard you know it's like really Mm -hmm. complex and weird and hard and it's it's just really a feat i think to make a song that's like still uh listenable (laughs) you know you know because it's because like there's music for musicians and there's music for you know listeners and i think he definitely hits on the music for musicians part um and Oh man, now now I feel like I'm throwing shade at him. No, but it's like it's like it's like a musician's like boner. You know, you get a music like a, a nerdy boner just like listening to all these crazy you know polyrhythms and crazy stuff. Yeah, but yeah. it's still got some poppiness and like I could sing some of these songs. You know, mm-hmm. I think yeah, that's exactly it. Right? There's I was gonna say there's a lot of music that I don't think there's a lot of music that, but there's some music where it's like I don't know if I'm enjoying this from like just a, a regular consumer standpoint yeah. but it's really interesting <laughs> this is not that this is doing yeah. both things really well yeah exactly exactly yeah let's let's hit another one how about uh lucy from good fight
All right, so Good Fight is like, man, like um, I feel like they're another band, kind of like at at the same place in their career as us, as like Caveman Chico, whatever. We the shit. Everyone knows we the shit. <laughs> but um, you know, we just gotta, you know, and I don't know. <laughs> Let me try it again. <laughs> No, you can in. You. Keep in. no, like we're both the, like <laughs> maybe maybe they haven't gotten like and I don't feel like I haven't gotten my um my flowers or anything. Uh like I but but like like a lot of people like come up to me after my own shows and they're like, Oh yeah, like you guys should be bigger or something like that. I feel that about Good Fight. Um um where like you know you can you could see them play and see everyone like go crazy and love it, and you're just like, Why isn't this band bigger or whatever? I feel like we, we kind of uh make music kind of in the same like I want to say lineage because it's not like the same, it's not the same genre, but we're both kind of like indie rockers that kind of came from jazz in different ways. Like I kind of learned jazz in a different way than, than Andrew from good fight. But we, we, I think, I think we're drawing from a similar place is what I mean to say. I've been working on some songs with, with Andrew from good fight. Um, and he's a phenomenal produ- producer and one of the greatest guitar players I've ever seen. Like, yeah. like famous or not famous, you know, like one of the, one, like that I've, and, and out of the people I know personally, like I would say this is, the best guitar player I know. I love this dude. I, I'm a, I'm, I stan. I'm a big stan. <laughs> y- y'all heard it here. It's on the record. <laughs> I know. I, I try not to. Listener, listeners get tired of hearing me say. Listeners get tired of hearing me say. <laughs> but listeners get tired. I'm sure. But like, I try not to get too hung up on on genre, especially with like people making music today. It's it's such a different thing in terms of like influence and and where people kind of like find their way into music and all of that. Um, But I do think it's really interesting to see how, like, similar, you know, like you said, like, coming from this, like, uh, maybe not background, right? Because like you said, you kind of came to it in different ways. But how, like, different seeds can kind of, like, uh, blossom or flower into different sounds, but you can still feel and kind of hear that commonality or or similarity. Yeah, like like we're on the same path. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very cool. Yeah. And I, and I think uh, we both kind of like are like um, doing like in a DIY indie rock scene, whatever, doing something that kind of comes from a different place or yeah. comes from a certain place. Um, yeah. So here I I really there isn't a song on this playlist that I didn't like, which is really makes my job really easy when I don't have to like be like oh what the hell am I going to talk about for this one but there's one song on this that just like jumped out at me in a different way I'm so excited to hear like what you have to say about it and your thoughts on it but let's let our listeners hear it first and it is um Serpentine Carcass Crux Birth (laughs) by Godcaster
So Godcaster is amazing. I don't even know where to begin with Godcaster. Oh, yeah. they're, that's an example of a band that, that changed their name successfully um, and inspired me to do so. Um, and they, I don't know, they're just really... Ah, I've the band has evolved so much. Like it wasn't always this crazy, you know. It was it was originally a little bit more like the other bands on the list, you know. But um, I don't know. You just love to see it. Like I just love to see musicians grow. I love to see musicians evolve. And like, um, they used to, they used to ask me like, oh Rob, like I don't know if this is gonna sound like make them look bad. It doesn't make them look bad, but they used to be like, oh Rob, like you should like come play in our band, whatever. And I don't know why I just turned it down. But, like, now they are where they are, like, doing this crazy stuff they're doing now. And I'm like, shit, dude, I should have joined that band when I had the chance. Because <laughs> um, it's so fucking cool. Like, they just, they, it's, um, it's, it's ambitious in so many ways. Like, it's just like, like, like I said about, like, being listenable and uh, being weird. Like, they're not afraid to push it as weird as they want to possibly go. And that's what makes them so great is that, like, they're just trying shit. And it's really fucking cool. And it's, like, and it's, it's got, like, this punk energy but it's like in its own way, like, you know, it's not like conventionally, like what, like what punk music sounds like. I don't even know what you'd call it. It's like, yeah. it's like jazz punk. It's not jazzy at all. <laughs> but, yeah, um, it's, it's not jazz and it's not punk, but there's like the like sensibilities between the two, right? If there's like a Venn yeah. diagram, it's, it's got that's... like this controlled chaos. It's like, it's like, it's like, that. it's kind of, I, I don't want to call it like black midi, but I, that's like the closest thing I could maybe compare it to or, I mean, there, there's bands that kind of do this like avant-garde uh, kind of rock that is very like never stays in one place. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is like their brand of it like really it, like grooves and like it's more song like you know it's not like yeah. just a pure noise experiment. Um, so I'm I'm a huge fan. So there's I was I was reading something about them um, and I just want to read their bio because there's like a sense of play in a lot of these songs too, even if they're not like. Um, like they're not it's not funny but there's like some playfulness yeah yeah um and and i think their their bio rising from the underground river of primordial goo that runs between new york city and philadelphia and descending towards some unknown ethereal plane beyond our comprehension comes to us the revelatory debut of music and mythos from godcaster um and and the album's called long-haired locusts which is so funny to me it's such a like weird yeah. yeah, and music and mythos is a great way to describe them because they're like, they, like with their imagery of like their music and the imagery of their song titles and the imagery of like just the literal visuals, mm-hmm. like it is very mythological. Like, or like it, it does have they, they like they have this mythical energy. Like yeah. and I feel like it's really cool. Um, just to create, I don't know. They're just they're doing something that I think is kind of. I mean, I'm I think it's different, but you know everything. You know everything's derivative, I guess. But uh, I think it's pretty. You know. They've created a a vibe. (laughs) Hey, Leftos. It's Andrea. And me, Kitsy. From the past or the future or from right now, depending on when you're listening to this episode. We're here to tell you about all the very cool stuff you're missing out on if you're not keeping up with us at leftofthedial.fm. That's right. Head over there now to check out tons of album reviews and essays by our fantastic music writers. And you'll get to watch our incredible live sessions with bands like Teenage Bigfoot, Take Today, and Proper. And you can pick up those live sessions at leftofthedial.bandcamp.com so you can take them with you wherever you go. It's also a great way to support us and the musicians you love because we split all of our profits with the artists there right down the middle. You can also join our Patreon where we'll have lots of behind-the-scenes footage, early access to live sessions, 
performances that you won't be able to find anywhere else. And lots of pictures of my perfect dog, Pacey. Oh, he's so good. Follow us on Twitter at Left of the Dial PC and Instagram at Left of the Dial FM to keep up with everything we're doing and to see even more pictures of my perfect dog, Pacey. Oh, and right now we're also looking for new music writers who want to get paid to write for us. So send our editor-in-chief an email with some writing samples and or pitches at jen at leftofthedial.fm. That's leftofthedial.fm. Celebrating independent music. Characters welcome. Never go to the post office again. I love this song so much. Um, like I said, this 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 playlist that you put together for us in general is, is all hits, no misses. Something about this one really kind of grabbed me. Yeah, and and one more thing I just want to say about about Godcasters, like I chose the live version because you like you got to see them. Like it's it's really a spec. It's like. Like yeah, when I was talking about the imagery, it's like even like their live show, like it's such a spectacle. One of the funnest bands to watch, and it's like it's so explosive, and it's so um, yeah, it's explosive and it's weird and it's just it's just fun. I um, listeners, I will as usual. I'll link to everybody's like band camps and stuff and all, but I'll also throw up the um, the audio tree uh, performance in our show notes. So you you definitely want to check that one out for sure. All right, so um, I think we're gonna kind of switch. I, I don't know if switch gears is right, but we're at least going to like switch uh, t- like decades, right? I think this is the definitely the oldest song on, on your playlist. And that is Tighten Up by Archie Bell and the Drells.
Yes. And like this song just it, it was hard to pick a song but this this song is just oh shit man I'm overwhelmed with emotion right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh this song. Um I grew up playing music like um you know I had a guitar lessons and I just grew up playing music in like my, my my friends rooms and garages and you know like everyone does right? Um my friend one of my good friends Garrett growing up his dad used to be kind of like a 60s psych guy. And he had all these old instruments and all this cool shit. And Garrett was like a guitar slinger. I digress. But basically, we would he would show me all these great like 60s, 70s soul R&B cuts and all this stuff. And this song just really like, I feel like it just like taught me like so much about music. And like the drum break's incredible. Like the, the bass line's incredible. The guitar, the rhythm guitar just fits perfectly in between. You know, it's just... I don't know. I felt like I learned so much about creating a groove from this, and um, it it just it makes you feel good. It's just, and it's near and dear to me. So you know how so, how like hmm, sometimes when people say something seems effortless, I'm like that's because a whole lot of effort went into it. It takes a lot of effort to seem that effortless, and I get the feeling that's that's what's going on with with this song. Like these are people who really know what they're doing and are having like a kind of like good time doing it, but like, but know their shit, you know? Yeah. And you feel like, yeah, you, you feel the fun, like in the music, you feel mm -hmm. the fun they're having as they're playing it. And oh man, it's just great. My like haphazard research for these episodes is I open a Google doc and I just put in just like a lot of like notes and stuff. And I found um, a, a cool little write up about this song and I'll drop a link to it in, in the show notes, of course, but um, somebody there's, I'm just going to read this a little bit because it just made me smile. Yeah, according to the Billboard Book of Number One Hits by Fred Bronson, Bell had heard a comment after the Kennedy assassination in Dallas that, quote, nothing good ever came out of Texas. Bell wanted his listeners to know, quote, we were from Texas and we were good. Bell continues in the song by stating, we don't only sing, but we dance just as good as we want. And then the the author of this said, like, that line's often misheard and mistranscribed as dance just as good as we walk. Um, and then uh, Archie Bell clarified this that it's we dance just as good as we want hell we dance a lot better than we walk which is like a really fun little yeah. i think there even was a dance along with it like the, the tighten up you know that's, so i gotta make the chico the chico walk there you go <laughs> that's it i sort yeah. of made a dance we we made a song called all my love and well we i made this song no, <laughs> well i really was just me in a tape machine i made all my love um and that was kind of like the first unofficial single that i ever did as chico mm -hmm. and um and I kind of do this weird, if if the viewers can only see how I'm flailing <laughs> my arm, I do this weird dance uh, that's like a recurring thing in the video. <laughs> and I've seen people try to do it, so I think it's catching on. That's that's very fun. Listeners, I'll drop a link to it. And if you're in the Philly area and you're at the Yuki Club on 10-6, you can practice and come out and show show Rob that you've uh, that you've learned the Chico and you're ready to, to show it off. See it in person and be yeah. part of it. It's going to be go. awesome. That'll be beautiful. <laughs> um, so, um, and then you also gave me one uh, that I'm, it was not that these are in order from best to worst, but it was the last one listed and I'm glad it made it on the list. Um, I'm, I'm excited to talk about this one. This is uh, Queen Chimera part one by John Batten.
It's always a step ahead of you, can't get to the other side to figure it out. It's kind of funny how we all want to do it though. It's part of how we live. With the way it's set up for us. We gon' party cause it's never gon' end. So, I just keep saying the same crap about every band, but dude, it's, he's just so ambitious. That's what you need to be with music. Like, um, it's, there's so much that's special about this song. Um, uh, but like this whole album, uh, yesterday's hom homily by John Bapp, like, it's just like, it's kind of like on, on some bitches brew shit, uh, in a very <laughs> modern way. And it's like, it's like avant-garde, avant-garde day, whatever you, you know, however you say it. Uh, I've, <laughs> I've probably said that word like 10 times now. Um, <laughs> I think you, you got it right every time. So you're good. <laughs> um, but like he um, like what's like, it's so cool. Like, like he's rapping to like a nine, eight beat or some shit. His voice is so goddamn cool. Mm -hmm. He can sing like a motherfucker. Mm -hmm. He's got a cool ass tone. Like the instrumental is cool and crazy. He has a sample. It's like, you know, oh, it's like, it's got the, so good. It's like a, you hear it on like a toy keyboard or something. You know, like you've heard that sound somewhere like, bam. It's that it's that uh Belle Biv DeVoe. It's that New Jack Swing. Oh, it's poison. That's exactly dude. 
thank you. Because uh, I've been thinking, I was like, what is it? I, I mean, I think th- I, if it's not if it's not directly, it is very very it's close. Like the same patch or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's just like so there's, good. There, it's like so many. Just all of the all the best things just came together on that song. I felt like, um, and that the whole album is good, but th- that's probably the most like uh, of a pop song on it. Yeah, this is again. We both keep saying we keep saying the same things, but like this is just such a feel good. Like it is. It's that that horn or whatever. I don't even really know what it is, but that sound is just like. There's something like tangible about it that just is like, oh God, this song, this song. It was just like that, that like serotonin, just like just flooding. It's so yeah, oh, it's so good. I don't have anything like insightful or thoughtful to say about the song beyond that. I just loved it yeah. so much. Yeah, no, John Bap is incredible. Yeah, I think you've given. I'm gonna bet that this that a lot of the songs on this playlist are gonna be unfamiliar to our listeners and i love when that happens because that means oh, yeah. that people are going to have a lot of new stuff um, yeah. to check out that's very exciting yeah that's another dude who i feel like like i hear his music like it's like it's like in the lineage of like d'angelo and all this really cool neo yeah. soul shit but it's like way it's like pushing it even further and um i just think i'm like how is this dude not like insanely famous <laughs> you know i mean he's, he's kind of famous but it's there's it's so frustrating to not frustrating is not the right word because like i don't i don't need to tell you and none of our listeners surprised that like the like music business industry whatever yeah, is like yeah. such a fickle thing and, and it never really makes sense and yeah, it makes yeah. even less sense now so it's like <laughs> it doesn't really it's uh, like watching that guy with the on youtube with the blindfold playing mario and you're like uh, playing playing mario on the piano and it's like yo it's like this dude is the best musician i've ever seen in my life <laughs> it's like why is he not signed uh, but yeah, no, some people just don't get, he'll get his, he's, I don't know, I'm probably sounding ignorant, he's probably gotten his flowers in some sort of way. He, he'll, you know, he's, I know, he's one of the greats, whether we realize it now or not. And it's like, I mean, you can, I think something else all of these people have in common, you and and all the other people you brought with is that like, these all sound like people who are, I, I want to say making music for themselves. And I don't mean that in a way that's like, cause that can often mean like that it's not accessible, but this, like, like you said, like there's like a pop sensibility running through all of these songs. It's not that. Um, but, but I think that like people making genuine music and doing it really well, like there's all you can do is wait for people to notice that there's not, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Not, and it feels like everybody's kind of like, just like doing the thing that makes sense for them to be doing. And I, lo- I love to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's, that's a good point. Like all, all these people like um are very true to their sound, you know, they've, they've been, they've been making music like this, you know, it's, it's developed and it's them, you know, it's not like um they bit someone else's stuff or whatever. Um, yeah. And I don't know, I guess I'm, I'm, uh, I'm being a hater, but <laughs> hate is what I do. <laughs> no, no. But like, um, I don't know. You just hear these bands sometimes. It's just, it's just generic indie rock beat, and then like two major seven chords, and it's like, mm-hmm. come on, man! Just like throw in some. I don't know. <laughs> but like, yeah, yeah. So, so I just feel like all these bands, um, as a music dork, I, they stimulate me, and as someone who also just hears like a big picture as opposed to the parts of the picture, yeah, it's a nice just picture of a whatever. Each, you know. Yeah. No, that. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to think of so that's like kind of abstract. <laughs> yeah, but it's ab- in a way that like that makes I I don't really know how to explain why that 
that like like you said that kind of like big picture again all of these songs are because <sighs> it's not like it's not just like a guy soloing over some chords it's like uh that's what i like about like clark's or in both uh both clark and good fight do this where like their band hits are very i don't know they're very musical and it's not like it's, it's just not like ah crap man i had something <laughs> but i th- i think the fact that it is so kind of hard to encapsulate says a lot about the music itself too is that like they're all doing something so new and different and unique and wholly their own so it's it's not easy to just be like and this is so here's here's what it is you know because they're kind of like they've got their own language going so yeah yeah i think i think each band in their own way is kind of bringing bringing something to maybe like you know because music is like derivative and all arts like a conversation or whatever with the past art and all the crap all these bands like yeah they might sound like something else but it's like such in its own way like you know um um I feel like in a very, very, very loose way, you could say Arthur is like akin to something like Mac DeBarco. If you like took a JPEG picture of it like a thousand times and it turned into a degraded whatever, that would be like Arthur. And like, and like that's, you know what I mean? Like that's like the evolution of music. It's just like, we keeps getting degraded and, and manipulated. And, you know, it's like, I'm taking from Archie Bell and the Drells in my own way. And then it just does, it sounds like Chico. And then, you know, I like how all these bands pull from the past and I don't know, Im- improve on it. Yeah. I don't know. It it feels to me like it's got to be really tricky to be able to do both of those. It's not even both all of those things at the same time to be like aware of where you're coming from, but do your own thing, but not pretend like you're just like inventing music out of thin air. Well, well, yeah. And, and that's like one thing about it. It's like, I, I respect all these, all these bands a lot. Cause like, I, I don't know. I guess I value artistry, <laughs> no. but I value their artistry in such a way that like, I feel like um you can't just like, well, maybe this is pretentious to say, but I feel like you can't just like step in right into place. music. Like I don't really, I don't really like people who kind of just like step into music. Like I kind of like people who like have been per- pursuing music for a long time and like their growth as a musician, you know, you see it you in, see in their it. art in their artistry and, like with uh with Clark's with Clark Sound, right? Like he played gypsy jazz for years and you know, uh all this crazy, you know, shreddy stuff and whatever. It, it comes out in his music and it, he brings something new in that way. Um same with like like Arthur, he's been making crazy weird stuff in Ableton for like since he was fifteen or something, you know. Mm-hmm. Um uh and uh, and same with An- Andrew Foreman from Good Fight, like he's been playing jazz for years. And like, just all these people have like, I feel like have maybe paid their dues in some sort of way. Yeah. And I think there are like a few different conversations that like people can have there in terms of like, you know, because every once in a while there is somebody who just kind of like comes on the scene out of nowhere and they're kind of like, I don't, I don't even know. Like, I don't know how I do it. I just do it. And like, that's, that's interesting too. But like, when you look at a list like this, you can't deny that having that like knowledge and skill set and background and, and understanding and like thoughtfulness about it counts for something because these are all incredible. And, and that's also what I love about Godcaster too, is like, they're like, like I said, they changed their name a, a bunch of times. Each time they changed their name, it was almost like a new band. Um, even though it was the same band, but like they kept up, their sound kept evolving. They kept changing their name. And it's like, that was like the, the, the dues they paid or whatever. That was like the, the experience points, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, and now they're, and now the culmination of that is like this insane, like, <laughs> you know, JPEG of a JPEG of, <laughs> of their old self. And it's amazing. Yeah. I love it. It's very. It's just very um, cool to see how that can happen. I don't know. 
But yeah, no, but it's, but, you know, bands, bands do come out of nowhere sometimes and just fucking kill. Like, so that stuff's cool too. Like, uh, like I really like that song. I know we don't want to got thrown on the playlist, but that song is like, I'm on smoke, go. So leave me alone. Like I imagine like, you know, the, the chats or whatever. I'm on smoke, go. I don't think I know that song. Is oh, this, dude, I got to do that. Well, the only reason I bring that up is because they, they just seem like one of those bands where it's like just a bunch of teenage boys just like picked up rock and like, or punk or whatever. Yes. And just made the inadvertent like best song ever and uh i love that kind of shit too so i don't know it, I, i'm a, everything's a everything's a paradox you know you can make good yeah. shit and be new but i personally like when people develop and shit yeah i mean there's there's room for i was gonna say there's room for everything there's room for a lot of things yeah uh, we somehow only have one song left i feel like this went by so fast <laughs> um before we get into it uh, do you want to let folks know what you're working on, where they can find you, all your plugs? We're going to drop our EP on October 7th, mm-hmm. um, and you can find that on Bandcamp or Spotify, all the digital platforms, every one of them. And we're going to play two shows uh, in support of our EP release, oh, so yeah. that's October 6th at the Yuki Club in Philly, and October October 8th. Yeah, I'm really excited for the, the Yuki Club. <laughs> and October 8th. Is the other one in um, in Brooklyn at a place called Rubelad. It's very cool. We'll um, we'll sh- we'll share links to everything as the show comes up too, and make sure that uh, uh people come on out for that. I think it's going to be very fun. Hell yeah! Um, we are at Left of the Dial FM on Instagram and Left of the Dial PC on Twitter. You can find all of our episodes, our live sessions, our interviews, our album reviews. The list goes on at leftofthedial.fm. Um, we have one more live session coming up before the end of the year, um, and then we won't be back until like January. So our friends um, in Driving Underwater who are a great South Jersey band, will be here on October 12th. And uh, listeners, as usual, you can catch me here every week and over at Chris Gethard's New Jersey is the World. We're at NJ is the World on Twitter and New Jersey is the World on Instagram. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at AQAndreaQ. And I think that is everything. So um, again, one more song. It's yours. You're my best friend.
you're my best friend. Oh man, once again, I'm choking up a little bit because <laughs> the song is so. Oh man, I just I don't want to say this, but there's no other way to say it. It's about my ex girlfriend, uh, and it's like it's like oh. obviously like, <laughs> but like uh, every song isn't every song, um, but but yeah no um yeah no it's just about like kind of just realizing like how awesome a person someone was. And just like, God damn, like, you're just my best friend. It's just like, I I miss you. And I, it's like, you know, it's savvy, but I don't know. I mean, that's, it, this. I don't really think the um the message of the song is really the song to me. I mean, maybe it is, but <laughs> but to me, I just like the aesthetic of like, you know, the the 1625 and the tambourines. Is there even a tambourine? I don't fucking know. But like, like the surfiness. I like, you know, I like, yeah. I like the aesthetic of it. Um, you know what it really was? is like, like I said, I said before, um, there's a lot of these indie bands kind of making uh 1625 indie pop jazz, like kind of uh, in a kitschy way. Mm-hmm. And uh, I do it too. Uh, and, and so the, in this, in this song, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do it and not be afraid to be corny, you know? Because I do think it's kind of corny. I'm sorry. That, that's funny. I don't. I here's what I mean. Like you know, you you turn on like your Spotify indie radio, whatever. And like, well, maybe this was as like, a couple years ago, like when Mac DeMarco kind of blew up. Um, but like you hear a lot of stuff like like, you know, and like I don't know, man. Like, it, but in like an indie modern way, and so I just wrote one of those. You know, I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna do it. And I'm gonna do it the best i think i don't know i don't know if it's really the best but yeah um <laughs> it's so funny because it's not like we we like prepared what direction this conversation was going to go but it's just another example of like if you're doing the thing your way and in a way that like feels real to you it doesn't matter if it comes from like a a place where like a lot of people are doing something similar is not really the right word because i don't think this sounds like any of those 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 things really because it's you and it's your thing right but like even if it has the same like uh skeleton or dna or whatever you know yeah well exactly i think like an idea can be played out but if you're if you're doing it genuinely and like with almost an obliviousness to the played outness (laughs) like then if then it feels real and it's like oh this is actually good i mean there's only so many chord progressions (laughs) In the world, we I'm, I'm saying we not the royal, we just left out uh, me and our, our editor in chief Jen, who wrote the review um, for, for the single when it got sent to us. Um, and everybody, we were all just so in love with this song. It's such a like, like you said, you know, you said it's sappy and it's, it's about an ex, but it feels again really warm and bright, and it doesn't feel it's it's obviously not like a a cash grab <laughs> well yeah but also what's the opposite of upbeat um i mean down but like downbeat yeah i don't know yeah, but that's not be. really it's not, it's just, not like a sad song yeah yeah it just feels or, really upbeat and like, yeah like you said it's got that like kind of like surfiness to it uh yeah. yeah no it's like okay like this must be the place amazing song by talking heads like mm-hmm. and uh david burns said about it like you know like he was trying to write like a sad message with like an upbeat feel you know to kind of maybe like disguise it or whatever but i thought it was like an interesting concept and um this is a, this is kind of me lamenting like oh you're my best friend you're like my best kept secret you're like everything you you know i treated whatever like um 
but it's in a cheery sort of way. Um, so it's like, it's like fun, <laughs> you know, I'm like, you know, I'm like actually kind of crying underneath like the sunglasses. Uh, <laughs> it's cathartic in that way. To play with form and, and content that way, I think is, is just another like fun thing you can do when you... <laughs> that's my, uh, again, my insightful analysis for today is that that's fun. Um, <laughs> it is, if, though. Yeah, even if the content, you wouldn't describe that way. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's, it's one of those songs, like, the first, the first, like, time or two we listen through it. Like, I think I'm even looking at Jen's review now. She says, like, you can't help but crack a smile while listening to the song. It's upbeat, warm, and relaxing, like riding your bike in the forest um, or getting stoned on the beach. And I think that, like, she's she's right. Like, that's all very true. Um but then if you sit with it for a little longer, but I guess like getting stoned on the beach can be as, can also be like, sometimes that's fun. And then sometimes you're like, ah, fuck. You know? <laughs> like, yeah, you start looking around. Yeah. And shit. You're like now just stoned and sad on the beach, I guess. So like... <laughs> yeah, no, I feel that. And I, well, I'm glad that you guys got that out of it because that's definitely, you know, what went into it, you know, um, like those kind of experiences and just like looking back on like how great things were. I'm just like, ah, oh, man, that was so great. You know, I guess yeah. just like one last, like, I I know I called it a lament before, but it's more of like a, like a, I don't want to say like a congrats or like, it's like, it's just like the end. It's like, this is the end. Like, thank you. Uh, yeah. And I'm sad. <laughs> I'm also, those are the two messages. I'm sad, but thank you. Like, thank you, now yes. I know what it means to be in love. You know, it's like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. I'm sad. It's like a great song or album title. Yeah. 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 I might use that. It's very good. Um, I love that. Yeah, it's bittersweet is is maybe the word. Yes, yes. Yeah, breaking um, up is always bittersweet. Yeah, I'm really excited for everybody to hear um, the rest of the EP. And I'm really excited to hear what you've got next because it sounds like you're raring to go. Rob, this really was uh, so, so fun. Thank you for and having me. Absolutely. Thank you for being here. Uh, listeners, like I said, head to the show notes, links to everything. Um, Come out if you're in the Philly area and uh, check out Chico Romano 10-6 at the Yuki Club. Pick up volume 5, 10, 7. And yeah, um, again, Rob, thanks so much for joining us. This has been Left of the Dial. I have been your host, Andrea. Rob Romano slash, <laughs> that's you, slash Chico Romano has been our guest. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week. And if I don't see you. Left to the dark Left to the dark